Hi, my name is Sharia, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Aviation Files, a podcast for all aviation enthusiasts. In today's episode, we'll discuss Rossiya's 747 reactivation, lots of A380 news, and finally, the first Chinese airline to pass 900 aircrafts. So without further ado, let's begin. Our first story starts in Russia, where the Russian airline Rossiya is based out of. Rossiya, an airline part of the Aeroflot Group, is going to start using its 747-400s once again. Finally, we'll have one more 747 operator. Too bad that most Westerners won't be able to fly on it. These 747-400s will be deployed domestically at first, on the Moscow to Yuzhno-Sakhalinsk route. The Russian capital and the Far East city of Yuzhno-Sakhalinsk are about 4,140 miles apart, or 6,662 kilometers apart. Rossiya currently operates this route 10 times weekly. Rossiya's flights usually use their 372-seat Boeing 777-300s and their 457-seat 777-300ERs, but the 747 was deployed on August 30th from Moscow, September 1st coming back, and was also used on the 31st out and the 1st back. Flight SU-6273 departs from Moscow at 23.05 and arrives at yuzhno sakhalinsk at 15.30 plus 1 local time. Then on the way back, flight SU-6274 leaves at 18 o'clock and arrives at 18.45 local time. The flight path can be seen on Flight Radar 24 or any other flight tracking app you may have. It seems as though the reactivation of the 747 is aligned with the Russian holidays. However, it is very odd that the Quadjet has not seen any activity in the past year and suddenly is being used for just two round trips. I think they are preparing the crew for regular 747 internationally. However, who really knows? I honestly hope the 747 comes back with Rossiya because they have a really cool livery. According to FlightRadar24.com, 22-year-old... Romeo Alpha-73286 was deployed on both round trips. It was used by Japan Airlines in 2000 and then flew with Russia's defunct Transaero. The aircraft is in a high-density configuration like the other Rossiya 747s. It is in a two-class configuration with 522 seats, 510 in economy, and 12 in business. This is actually a very high number of seats compared to other operators. Rossiya is one of the last 747, let alone 747-400 passenger operators left, and the routes that it used the 747-400s on were very in demand, especially for leisure, hence the amount of dense economy seats. All the other major 747-400 operators have far fewer seats on their aircraft, with Air China coming in with 344, Lufthansa with 371, and 398 in Asiana's Seoul 747-400. However, we do see some other minor operators come pretty darn close to Rossiya. Mahan Air, Saudia, and Atlas Air all come really close to Rossiya's capacity. Mahan Air's one active 747-400, Echo Papa Mike Echo Echo, has 462 seats, mainly flying between Tehran and Dubai. While Saudia uses 465-seat aircraft leased from Air Atlanta Europe for the Hajj season. According to ch-aviation.com, Atlas Air has up to 455 seats in its 747s used by the U.S. Air Force, although the carrier's website claims that they have 528 seats. If it is indeed 528, then it does surpass Rossiya's 747 capacity. 
Otherwise, just one operator has more seats. Nigeria's Max Air. Used to fly to Saudi, Saudi Arabia for pilgrimage, it has two examples of the 747-400. Five November Hotel Mike Mike and five November Alpha Delta Mike. Each with 532 seats. However, Flight Radar 24 data shows that they last flew in July 2023. In my opinion, I think it would be great to have another 747-400 operator, especially one as cool as Rossia. Now let's move on to the world's biggest passenger aircraft, the A380. Whilst being an economic failure and being a highly unsuccessful aircraft, the type seems to be racking up headlines recently. In my last episode, I discussed Thai Airways selling their A380s. Today, I have much more news for you all from all around the world regarding the Super Jumbo. Let's begin in Germany, shall we? The Star Alliance founding member and German flag carrier Lufthansa has announced that it will reactivate an additional five of its A380s. Lufthansa initially reactivated its A380s in June. The first aircraft to enter service was Delta Alpha India Mike Kilo, which was then followed by Delta Alpha India Mike uh, Lima and Delta Alpha India Mike Mike. Now, Lufthansa says five more Super Jumbos will be entering the scene over the next couple years and claims that eight A380s will be in the skies by 2025. It looks like this is the final batch of A380s for Lufthansa as it stated that it was going to sell six of its 14 A380s it has in March 2019 due to economic issues. The first passenger carrying flight operated by the behemoth after the pandemic was from Munich to Boston. The carrier also resumed flights to New York this July. With this new batch of A380s, we can expect to see routes to the likes of Los Angeles and Bangkok. Staying on the topic of Lufthansa's A380s, let's move to India, where Lufthansa has stated its A380s will start flying in 2024. The airline first flew the type on the Munich to Delhi route almost 10 years ago in 2014. And now, with Lufthansa seeing an increase in demand for India flights, the airline is planning to add Delhi to its list of post-COVID A380 destinations. Lufthansa recently celebrated the 60th anniversary of its flights to Delhi, and to make the occasion more special, it announced its plans to bring back the Super Jumbo to the Indian capital. Lufthansa started A380 services to Delhi back in 2014, however pulled the type from the route in 2019. The A380 return to, re- return to India is part of a much bigger scheme to increase operations in India for the airline. With a staggering increase in demand for flights to India, the airline will start Frankfurt to Hyderabad routes in Jan- January 2024, and will start Munich to Bengaluru in November this year. With these additional routes, the airline will increase its weekly flight count to India from 56 to 64. In fact, Lufthansa's Frankfurt to Mumbai route will also see an upgrade. The airline will replace its currently assigned A340-300s with the much newer and more fuel-efficient 787-9s from October to January. However, this is only a temporary change as the airline will start to utilize its 747-400s after January. Now let's move on to British Airways. British Airways is making significant changes to its Boston flight this winter, including pulling the Airbus A380 from the route. Initially, the airline had planned to use the A380 on a thrice-weekly basis to Boston, but has now removed it from the schedule. Overall, British Airways is reducing its winter frequencies to Boston as part of a larger shakeup, cutting more than a fifth of its services. This move to lower-capacity aircraft and reduced flights aims to improve pricing and loads during the off-season. United is also ending its London Heathrow-Boston route, 
further reducing winter capacity at the airport. The A380 will continue to serve the Boston route until September 30th, marking the end of the summer season. Boston will see varying frequencies of British Airways flights in the upcoming winter, ranging from 11 to 18 weekly flights. The overall reduction in frequencies around 21%, with a significant decrease in one-way seats. This change will result in fewer London to Boston flights and higher prices due to better capacity management. Now, let's head to the other side end of the world, where the only Chinese A380 operator has just officially retired its fleet of super jumbos. The airline still had two examples of the type in the books. However, the last actual flight took place in November 2022. Can you guess what airline I'm talking about? It's China Southern. And now, the two that were remain offic- are officially confirmed to be retired. China Southern has now officially retired its A380s, with an average age of around 12 years, as confirmed in its recent half-year report. The airline had removed two of its five A380s from service in November 2021, and by the end of 2022, three of them ended up at Mojave Air and Spaceport. China Southern bid farewell to its A380s after conducting its final revenue flight in November 2022. The airline will now focus on more efficient twin-jet widebodies like the Airbus A350, Boeing 777, and Boeing 787 Dreamliner. Notably, China Southern was the only Chinese carrier to invest in the A380 and continued operating it throughout the pandemic, making it the only airline worldwide to keep the A380 fleet active. The airline received its five A380s between 2011 and 2013 and primarily deployed them on Trans-Pacific routes, offering a three-class layout with seating for up to 506 passengers. Honestly, it's a shame I quite like the China Southern livery on the Super Jumbos, not to mention that so many other carriers are now bringing back the type that one could have presumed that China Southern might have followed followed suit in an alternate reality. Several airlines in Asia, including China Southern, Malaysia Airlines, and Thai Airways have retired their A380 aircraft. However, All Nippon Airways, or ANA, Korean Air and Asiana Airlines, and Singapore Airlines still operate their A380s in the region, with a total of 33 in service. Korean Air and Asiana Airlines, however, plan to retire their A380s by 2026. Emirates is the largest A380 operator globally by far, with 119 jets, and Lufthansa has committed to reactivating more A380s as mentioned before. Although Airbus has ceased production of the A380, passengers can still expect to fly in these aircraft until at least the end of this decade. Speaking of Emirates, our next topic is just that. The UAE has seen a lot of A380 action recently with Etihad reactivating the A380. However, this time it's Emirates making the big headlines. Emirates is and always was the biggest A380 operator. Emirates is celebrating a significant milestone, making 15 years since it welcomed its first Airbus A380 aircraft. This event highlights the enduring and symbiotic relationship between the Dubai-based airline and the super jumbo aircraft manufacturer Airbus. The inaugural A380 to join Emirates' fleet was registered as Alpha 6 Echo Delta Alpha, which arrived in the United Arab Emirates in July 2008. Although Alpha 6 Echo Delta Alpha is no longer part of the airline's holdings, Emirates maintains an impressive fleet of 119 wide-body aircraft, with 90 of them actively serving its routes worldwide. The Airbus A380 faced a grim outlook during the darkest days of the COVID-19 pandemic, 
when global aviation was severely impacted and many airlines grounded their A380s or expedited their retirement. However, in an unexpected turn of events, the A380 has made a remarkable comeback as air travel has gradually recovered. Airlines like British Airways, Singapore Airlines, Qatar Airways, and Etihad have reintroduced the A380 into their operations. Just recently, Lufthansa announced its commitment to reactivate eight A380s, underscoring the aircraft's renewed popularity. Emirates' unwavering faith in the A380 is now yielding rewards as the aviation industry enters a new phase of recovery. Richard Jewsbury, Divisional Vice President for the UK at Emirates, expressed that the airline's excitement expressed that the airline's excitement for the A380 remains undiminished even after a decade and a half. The A380 continues to perform exceptionally well on key routes within the Emirates network. Emirates has also invested in retrofitting both its A380 and Boeing 777 aircraft with a substantial $2 billion program. Additionally, the airline is anticipating the arrival of 50 A350s starting next year, following the delivery of the highly anticipated triple followed by the delivery of the highly anticipated 777X in the mid-2020s. Despite the emergence from, of more fuel-efficient twin jets in the aviation industry, Emirates has no plans to retire the A380 anytime soon. While some of the older units may be phased out in the early 2030s, a fleet of fresh A380s will remain in operation. The aircraft's renowned luxury and sheer spectacle of it, its size continue to captivate passengers and aviation enthusiasts alike. While the Boeing 747 has become a rarity in commercial passenger service, its quadjet counterpart, the A380, is poised to remote remain a formidable presence for at least another decade or two. Emirates' enduring commitment to the A380 is a testament to the aircraft's enduring legacy in the world of aviation. Well, that concludes the A380 news for this week. While we did see some sad news, definitely did see a lot of A380s getting a second chance at life. Who knows, 2023 might be the A380's comeback. Finally, let's go back to China to revisit a recent milestone for the Chinese aviation industry. China Southern Airlines has marked a historic achievement by becoming the first Chinese airline to reach a fleet size of 900 aircraft. On August 25th, they welcomed their 900th aircraft, an ARJ-21 with registration number Bravo 91 Alpha Golf at Jiayang Chaoshan International Airport. This accomplishment underscores the airline's consistent growth as they previously surpassed fleet milestones of 100 aircraft in 1998, 500 in 2013, 800 in 2018, and now 900 in 2023. China Southern Airlines has strategically utilized their ARJ-21 aircraft, primarily deploying them at their Guangzhou headquarters and Shantou base, where they have achieved an impressive dispatch reliability rate of 99.87%. These aircraft have been instrumental in establishing both domestic and interprovincial routes, creating a short-haul network centered on Guangzhou and Shantou, while f- facilitating connections to major cities like Shanghai and Zhengzhou. In addition to the ARJ-21, China Southern Airlines maintains a diverse fleet, encompassing wide-body jets such as the Airbus A350, Boeing 777, and the 787 as well as narrow-body planes like the Boeing 737 NG Max series, the airline is currently in the process of transitioning to an all-Boeing 737 fleet, while also operating Airbus A320 family aircraft. Furthermore, they are actively embracing Chinese-built aircraft, 
with plans to expand their ARG, ARJ-21 fleet to 40 aircraft by 2024 and orders in place for COMAX C919 narrowbody aircraft. This fleet expansion aligns seamlessly with China Southern's airline's broader objectives, including optimizing their hub network layout and bolstering support for key national strategies like the Belt and Road Initiative and the development of the Guangdong-Hong Kong-Macau Greater Bay Area. This accomplishment solidifies China Southern Airlines' position as a major player in the global aviation industry. That's all I have for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and thanks for listening. Until next time.